All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here on another late June episode of The Chop Shop. Uh, you have myself, Sarah, you have Daniel, and you have Orlando. And we do get a brief appearance from Brian as well towards the middle end of our episode here. Uh, we go in-depth giving our opinions on the China documents, Harry. We'll go over some injuries some just speculatory based on observations and we also talk about some themed raw shows amongst other things uh, so sit back relax and enjoy the show the chop shop Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here on another episode of The Chop Shop. Uh, with me, we have, at Syracuse, New York, me. <laughs> and we have, out of Memphis, Tennessee, also me. <laughs> and from, from Florida, Florida, Orlando, that would be me. <laughs> uh, so we'll get started out uh, Sunday, Hell in a Cell. Um, not the most highly thought of pay-per-view of the year, especially coming off NXT's successful pay-per-view event. It's like that, um, what's that described? Uh, it's like the, a food where it's like the outside is good, but as you go in, it it doesn't taste as well. Yeah. You know the, first, the first two matches were good, and then it's like, it just went to crap. Yeah. Until the end, I mean, I have to give the main event really good. I liked it, you know? They were good. Just a lot of people weren't happy that three of the six finishes were really cheap. Yeah, pretty much all roll-ups. <laughs> and it's and a DQ. Yeah, there you go, sir. Which I, now we got to add that into the rule book that if you use the table, like, you know, like easily, like physically use the table, it's a DQ. <laughs> yeah, that kind of changes know. things a lot. Like, how many matches have not ended because of that? Because remember, they went through the table. However, if you use it as a weapon, then that's where the DQ comes. Fuck him. I mean, she was just trying to redecorate. You know, you could you could call it incidental contact. Mm-hmm. Probably, if you say <laughs> so. Yeah, I think that would hold up in wrestling court. I just uh, there's a new idea for a segment wrestling court. Oh, I like that. <laughs> oh, I love the stories about wrestling court. Those are so much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll present our cases. Uh huh. I mean, we are you enough anyway. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you and and Brian on uh, either side. <laughs> I get to see you guys arguing already at your uh, your rebuttals. <laughs> oh. 
I'll argue with Brian all day and win. You know, we all know how that's gonna end. <laughs> but yeah, but you know what? I, I love the women's Hell in the Cell match. I love the main event, even though they had the roll up finish. But I like it. You know, Drew McIntyre is no longer facing the champ. Well, we'll see how it goes with the qualifying match. We'll talk about that a little bit. But um, yeah. Um, I'm disappointed with Sammy and Kevin Owens. Like, they always have, like, great matches. This one, I felt like it's their weakest one to date. You know, to me, it looks like Kevin got legit injured um, in that match. He held his shoulder a good good chunk of the match. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I could see that. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's uh, how come they maybe they did that type of finish. I mean, mm-hmm. people still liked it. I... To me, I didn't like it, honestly. I like better the WrestleMania match. Yeah. They're just treading water until fans come back. And it makes me hard to want to invest in it because the wrestling is always so good, no matter who it is. There's nothing wrong. We all, we all know the deal. Everyone says the same thing because it's true. It's The wrestling is fantastic. The wrestlers are fantastic. It's just the stories and the finishes are like, what the hell? Exactly. And that's what happens when you have a lot of non-wrestling people writing stories. It wouldn't even be a good soap opera anyway if it wasn't wrestling. That's the annoying thing. It's not like if you put this on you know, CBS after The Price is Right, it's suddenly like a really good story. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's not, you know? It's, it, it's, it's very not. annoying, and I think we shouldn't talk about it anymore. I agree. Uh, so out of a one through five, how do you guys rate Helen Cell? I'm going by like a two to a three. I'll give it two and two point seventy five out of five. I'd probably go about two and a half myself. Uh, Ring of Honor, Hell in a Cell gets uh, two point five. Ring of Honor. <laughs> well, think about it. <laughs> Kevin versus Sammy, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. I mean, it's you know, it's basically an, an old school Ring of Honor pay per view <laughs> with true. with Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, and a bit of an impact, too, because, like, Drew and uh, Lashley faced each other in impact, so. Right. For the title, a, I thought. It was a great indie show. <laughs> there you go. What a production. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we had Raw Lesson. Actually, I, I would say Raw Lesson was actually a pretty decent show. Yeah. I, to me, I like the, what they did with the men, the women. I just... I. You know what it is? I think what's the problem is just that I'm not getting used to characters when it comes to women. Because, like, if this is the first that I'm seeing, like, they're actually creating characters. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like, with WWE, it was always, like, the model-type woman. Like, blonde hair, big boobs, you know, very athletic, you know? Yeah, come on. Right. It's true. Anyways. But it's just, like, to see, like, you know, what they did with Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alexa Blitz has debuted some new music last night, so maybe kind of breaking away from the Fiend set up there. But why wouldn't you debut that new music in the pay-per-view first? And that, you know what? I'm nitpicking anyways. But anyways, um, I'm looking forward to how Nikki Cross's character is going to be like. I know she's going to be very popular with the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the coloring scheme, you know, the cape and everything. It's gonna be really cute, and she's she's lovable. Like right now, she's that like kind of like 
smiley face, lovable type of character, you know, which I like, you know, so. She's going to sell some merchandise, especially to the kids. Uh, she'll probably oh, get her first action figure, you know, with the superhero gimmick. And you know what? What I really love is that it was her idea. She brought it to creative. They greenlit it. So they're giving a female a chance to work on storyline. There you go. Which that's the first to just hear. Like it's been probably a while. Like the the last time I heard like a woman's creative got up to the to the main roster was Nikki James's. So I'm happy that Nikki Cross's storyline is looking to be promising. So not that I'm gonna pretend like I haven't been watching these shows from WWE for the last three years, but I'm gonna ignore it for just one second and say that if we have created this Alexa Bliss character that everyone's sick of, and she is this kind of supernatural villain, then she should somehow beat Rhea for the belt and then lose it to Nikki. And then that's how we put Nikki over. Because we can have the superhero beat the crazy you know, villain situation, spooky mm-hmm. girl that everyone's tired of. I know it won't happen, but I'm really happy for Nikki. And um, because think, unfortunately your story makes sense. And <laughs> yes, unfortunately that was I, I spent some time thinking about that, um, and therefore it will never happen. But uh, it would be cool. Well, maybe Nick, my, maybe Nikki or not Nikki Cross. Maybe Alexa wins the money in the bank again. No, like you see, my story was like it was thrown out of the water because I thought Eva Marie was going to be going to the ladder match, but I don't know what they're doing now. It looks like they're dropping that storyline. <laughs> Alexa's going to teleport to the top of the ladder at the end of the match. She's not even in and pull up Brock Lesnar and win the match. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, uh, I'm i just hoping whoever gets the Money in the Bank ladder match from the women's side, they keep it longer than a day. Because, like, the last three years. Three years. Three years. They've... uh. If they've uh, cashed in on the same night or the next night. So Boom. I'm ready for somebody. I'm waiting for just somebody to hold it for a little while. Well, now well, she technically uh, just won the belt. Yeah, last the, year we got we got to give Oscar a pass for last year. Because remember that's when Becky held the title and she got pregnant. And the belt was actually in the suitcase. Remember? That's the one pandemic pass. <laughs> the one pass, right? <laughs> yeah, because then we got the horror show after that, and good fucking god. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no pass. I did like the swamp match, though. I still think that the swamp match holds up. I went back and watched it the other day. It's not really all that bad, especially when you compare it to the fucking eyeball storyline. Mm-hmm. Which, if you go back and watch that match again, it is essentially kind of really funny, Ray Mysterio and and Seth Rollins running around p- pretending to try and stab each other in the eye. It's it's pretty comical <laughs> if you look at it in, in a funny way. Oh God! <laughs> so, so, speaking of speaking about the men, about uh, uh, I like the fact that Ricochet, uh, Riddle, and um, and John Morrison are in the match. I'm hoping John Morrison wins it, depending on who they decide for SmackDown. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to know that the first three people that they put in there are definitely not going to win, so I wonder who the other three are. Mm -hmm. Before we move on to the next subject, uh, we'll Mm -hmm. go to our Hell in a Cell correspondent, Kenny Jones, to get his thoughts on Hell in a Cell and also Nikki Cross. WWE majorly dropped the ball on Hell in a Cell whenever the 
The only match that people were honestly clamoring for was given away on free TV. I'm I'm surprised we haven't heard about more about people demanding refunds. Um, and the Nikki, the new Nikki Cross gimmick, I'm gonna be I'm probably gonna catch a little bit of flat crisp, but I kind of like it. I feel like she'll be able to pull it off. I think it would have been cooler if they would have made her like a super villain. But if she plays it right, I think she could be the next big, big female uh, babyface. Like what Bailey was with the whole hug era. Alrighty. Hey, when you're right, you're right, Kenny Jones. When mm -hmm. You're right. But, but what is he talking about refunds, though? Refunds about what? Well, because we saw all, like all those matches before, except for one of them, and then you know they even had like a pretty awesome match on uh, SmackDown that they gave away for free. It's like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean, like it would have been good ticket sales for like their their like tape, uh, TV taping show. I don't know. I, just, I don't know. Right. Uh, we'll have to see how they're gonna do once they go back on the road because you know. Yeah. Uh, so moving on, uh, next up, Billy Kay, or formerly Billy Kay and Peyton Royce uh, were on their podcast, A New Talking. Uh, they haven't really decided where they're going to wrestle yet, whether it be AEW or Impact, but those are the two places they're primarily interested in. Uh, Peyton Royce, or Cassie, as she is now, uh, was backstage recently for AEW, uh, their last pay-per-view. Because uh, her her husband does wrestle for AEW, Sean Spears. Mm -hmm. um, but they have filed a trademark for their new tag team name, and it is Inspiration, The Inspiration, with the iconic like two it. eyes there. I like it. I don't mind it. Are they allowed to do like the iconic thing? But, I mean, are they going to say, Inspiration? Yeah. I, I hope exactly. <laughs> That, look, they could use a lot of different play on words with inspiration and inspire and inspiring, you know? You know, so there's different play on words they could use, you know? Sounds an awful like the Acclaimed, which is an AEW tag team. So it's a very AEW-sounding tag team name, I'm just going to say. Although I think that they would do just fine in Impact also. I want them in Impact. I want them to be the first women to hold WWE and Impact tag team titles i'm okay. sorry i'm just i'm a i'm a fish i, I want to be a history aficionado and i want them to make some history history as they say you know and they win you know tag team gold you know i i, I just for me i feel like they're more well uh they it seemed like they could uh work well in impact because like it's because i could see fire and desire like doing a lot of comedy picks uh comedy picks with them you know, it's just I, I just fire and flavor. Fire, oh, yeah, fire and flavor. Sorry, very different. <laughs> it's been a while since I, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen like uh, Impact. I have to start watching it again. <laughs> it was good last week. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. um, if if anybody watched, I don't know if any, like, for anybody that watched Impact, but um, spoiler alert. But uh, so we saw. Don Callis get fired because in real life he's actually with AEW now. But the cool part about it is they had Tommy Dreamer come out and fire and fired Don Callis, which essentially means that Tommy Dreamer fired Cyrus, which is something which is history that goes back 20 years, which I think is really cool. Yes. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to throw that out there. That was really neat. Mm 
Yeah. <laughs> well, we also did forget to mention, uh, for those that paid attention to our Hell in a Cell pay-per-view predictions, uh, this month's winner going 5-1, and one, Mr. DMC Grizzle. Look, they don't call me a champ for no reason, all right? I'm taking on all challengers. I have this other belt that, like, no one can even get – no one can even get, get it together to put together a competition for me to, to defend it. I will defend my belt anywhere, anytime. It's just uh, for whatever reason, the Bookers are having a really hard time <laughs> Uh, finding, let's, just, you know, let's just play the swan Finding talent. Again. I'm just saying. Oh, pobrecito. Oh. <laughs> it's lonely at the top. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, if on, like I just want to challenge someone can I, so I can have a friend up here. Okay. This is ridiculous. So, so anybody that's listening out there that wants to ta- challenge Mr. DM McGrizzle here, please, you know, please, by all means. He'll take it's- any challenger. It's real sad too because I, you know, I didn't watch wrestling for a long time. So you I mean you'd think that you'd have a chance, but you don't. It's weird. <laughs> well, let's see how well you can do in our next competition, uh, July seventeenth, which is Money in the Bank weekend. Uh, we are planning Buckle Bomb Family Feud. It'll be a couple three man teams. So let's see if you can get a team together. Let's see if you can win Family Feud. Family Feud. I can't wait. Can't wait. We'll, call it, we'll call it Buckle Bomb Feud. <laughs> so that'll work as we'll have four three-man teams two two and two and then the championship will be SummerSlam weekend oh can we call it buckle battle Ooh, Ooh. i think we can work that out i kind of like it you know even if it's like if we have some kind of a a colon situation and then call it something else right or in parentheses like you know like an old country song We'll talk about it later. Maybe. We'll talk like about it. it later. We shouldn't be talking about this on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Put it in the comments. <laughs> Let me know what you think. So next up. Next Uh-oh, up, we got I hate this. This week's The Injury Report. My least favorite part of the show. Uh, so he hasn't been seen on TV for a while. Uh, Damian Priest has been out for a few weeks, in case you haven't noticed. Uh, WD is pretty good at hiding that kind of stuff. Uh, he... It was just reported that he's been out with dealing with some back issues. Uh, however, WWE has said he has been out with injury. However, they won't say exactly what is wrong. He was also seen backstage at WWE NXT last week. So could he be making a return back to NXT? He's got a case of the questionable booking-itis. But they're going to say that, he, that he, he, needs a, he needs a backyotomy. Mm. Well, I don't think so because, of course, the PC has uh, rehabilitation, you know, units there. I know that um, Chelsea Green was in the PC. She said that she was rehabbing her broken wrist. So, you know, a lot of wrestlers, like when they get injured and stuff, they probably go to the PC to get re- rehabilitated. So, ah, but X is not at the PC anymore. They're at the Capital Capital Center or whatever it's called. What? Well, no, 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 but yeah, I mean, like, he probably was just, like, he was at the PC, and then, like, he went to the to the arena so that he could see NXT, see some of his friends, you know, True. so. You know, uh, it's it's people... not that far, I don't think. But, yeah, can't be, no. I think they're both in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, so we've got, as I kind of briefly mentioned earlier, Kevin Owens uh, being reported that he's taken off for a little while for storyline reasons. Uh, but to me, he looks like he had gotten injured. I think he just needs some time because, like, now that we're going back on the road, I think he wants to just get his family ready. Probably, you know, 
Maybe you just yeah. requested like, oh, do you write me off? I'll come back when we're going on the road again. I just need mm -hmm. some time with my family. Well, he's been working his balls off. He certainly deserves it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with uh, that. I mean, like, if the Miz could do that too, but I digress. Yeah, we could also. I'd love to find a reason for for Miz to go away for just a minute. So I, I don't. I don't hate the Miz. I thought, I'm just. I sick thought of with it. that injury, that injury, that maybe he could just like go away at least for a few weeks. But no, of course not. <laughs> no, because they think like he's their Jericho now, as far as as they're concerned. So he's got to be on camera all the time, and they think whatever he he does is gold, and it's not. It's not his fault. Also, going going back to what we were talking about earlier. But I mean. I just give this man a break. Give them all a break. Mm -hmm. Give Bobby a break. Let's just not see the champion for like two or three weeks and have him show up and destroy somebody. Like, well, you know, that would be cool. And then we can go. Bobby Lashley was seen walking around somewhere in South Carolina, which would suggest that he's unhappy with his career or whatever. Like, and everyone decides to make up, and then he'll come back and you know put somebody in in the herlock. But no, he has to get ready for Brock. I have a feeling Brock is coming back. Brock party. Come on. I just want yeah, bring back Brock Party. That's all I want back. That was, the, he, that was he's, no, he's no longer in the alumni section. Of course not. He's not. Nope. Man, nope. He's back on the act. He's back on the active roster. Yep. So, uh, so we expect, I expect him to see him at the Money in the Bank pay per view at least mm -hmm. to set up their SummerSlam match. Uh, so speaking of being written off TV with Kevin Owens. Xavier Woods is reportedly being written off TV for a little bit, uh, per Brian Alvarez, uh, saying talking about some rumblings he had heard uh, from backstage. Um, my guess is though he's probably filming something for G Four or a couple, something similar to that. Oh yeah, of course. Weeks off. Yeah, I think that's what I read too. That he has to do something for G Four, so that's probably why he was written off. Cool. Uh, so. He deserves a break too. He's been working this entire time. It's fine. I don't even know how you'd book him after the, after what we saw saw last night. So, uh, yeah, good. Give him a break, please. Yeah. Uh, so enough people taking breaks. How about somebody that's coming back? Uh, it's being reported the Fiend is ready to come back to Raw. Uh, the August 9th uh, TV episode of Raw, where that's going to be. Uh, is locally being advertised that the fiend will make an appearance. So why in August shouldn't they start bringing him back now? I, I don't know. Like I don't, you know, I don't know what. Like I don't know whether it was that he wanted to, like, I mean, stay out. He could be coming back sooner, but that's the earliest he's being advertised. Locally. He needed a break too, I guess. But I mean. Uh, I would assume that they're waiting for fans for him because it's such a because he's such a big deal. But um, you know, even then, even if that would be perfect, then they'll find a way to like mess it up or something like that, or you know, make it a not surprise and make it too obvious. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Just give me my give me give me my bray back. I'll yeah, take it right like, now. I don't care. Because also, like, it's just like where they're gonna fit him. That's the problem. So I just I trying to think like where they would fit him. Who he would feud, you know. I'm hoping it's not Finn. I know everybody wants the demon versus the fiends, but I don't want that, you know. Save it for a bigger event. No, don't. Their feud, I'm sorry, their feud did not work. So they just need to stay away from each other. 
If anything, I, they could work well as a tag team. I, don't, I disagree. I think that they have some unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, I mean, okay. So, so we know that Bray changes characters permanently for long periods of time. Like Seth Rollins is still like an insane person. Finn Balor is still an, an insane person. Alexa Bliss is obviously still an, an insane person. Asuka is the only one that hasn't changed yet that's ever taken the mandible claw, but stay tuned for that. So Because it wasn't The Fiend, it was uh, Alexa Bliss. So she technically they haven't changed anybody. But maybe this is how we can change Finn Balor back to what he was. And we do it at SummerSlam Two years after after Bray debuts, his whole thing is, is all about circles and everything, you know, c- coming coming full circle, coming back to, to fruition and all that. I mean, I think that they've got one more match that they need to do in terms of the lore of Bray Wyatt. I guess. I guess. <laughs> well, I know they're having it. I'm, no, like, it's just like, I just... Uh... Like, I like the fact that when The Fiend gets involved with somebody and then they change that person, like, I like that type of storyline that he was doing. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you don't have to feud with them so long, you know? So it's like the whole Randy Orton really, like, burned me out. So I'm happy that he's taking a break, but I think it's just, like, it's now time that he kind of moves on from people that he... He needs to face new people. I'm sorry. You know? Like, give me Damian Priest. Maybe change him. You know? Uh, Bra- uh, Bobby Lashley. Maybe we haven't seen him versus Bobby Lashley. I'd like to see that. Drew McIntyre. You know? Sorry about that. <laughs> that was my logic. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, but yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, ju- I think what fans would like is fresher matches. That's why people are getting frustrated with WWE. I'd have a few with Karrion mm-hmm. Cross. Ooh, there you go. See? That's new. I would like to see that. I like that a He's lot. He's about to debut soon. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> uh, so next up, let's talk a little bit about the documentary that came out last week, uh, the China documentary. That that documentary really got me emotional. It got me mad. It broke my heart. You know, it's really sad. It just mm-hmm. it is just yeah. to see like on how they explain everything. And it just like, it kind of makes sense because of course you heard the rumors about when she left, like she was like, you know, you heard the rumors like she was like being like very problematic because of the Triple H Stephanie fiasco, like their relationship. And then when, how much that she was requesting, which was actually true, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, technically, I mean, like, I, I don't know if, if they would have paid her that amount, I mean, I don't know. She was worth it. Agreed. I think she was worth it. You know, Jr. said it himself that she was just as valuable as Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like that, like if he was saying that, then he should have given her the money. That's the thing. It's not up to Jr. I, though. I would. Then said that he would allow him if he agreed to it. That was the thing. Supposedly. So, yeah. Probably. We well, we'll never know. So honestly, we'll never know. I'm more inclined to, to I mean, if that's what JR said, I'm more inclined to believe JR because JR is not going to bullshit, you know, for the camera. Like JR is a fucking straight shooter, you know, <laughs> and anything that he would keep close to the vest, um, I certainly don't think it would be something about Vince. So. Maybe yeah. maybe it's right. Who knows? 
Um, I I think to me it's just like if they would have had credible women's wrestlers that China can face, I think we, she would have probably stayed. But the issue was is just that she was facing men throughout her whole career, and all of a sudden she's now facing women, which most of the women at that time were not wrestlers. Exactly. So, I mean, like, it was kind of like a downgrade and almost like she was going to about to be a champion for years to come. Like, until what? Who she was going to wait until she, uh, to face her for the title? You know? I, I just, I, I kind of see, like, her point of view, like, as to why, like, like, you know, how she felt like business was treating her. You know? You know? It's just, yeah. it's just sad, like, how her downward spiral started. You know? It's just, ugh. Should have never left Japan. If you ask. Well, she had to leave Japan, then. but no, no, no. She was there. It's just that if if Sean Maupin was not involved with her, I think she would have probably did well. Yeah, I think she would have probably. Yeah, she would have probably been at least a legend in New Japan. We would probably been talking about her, and I think there would have been a lot more women in the Tokyo Dome having matches. Do you think if she had gotten her act together, cleaned up, and not passed away? You think she'd be involved with AEW or Impact or anything today? I mean, well, here's the sad part about it. It's just like, they even said in the documentary, she didn't even know, like, fans missed her. And you know how that is? Like, when you hear rumblings that nobody wants to see you, and then as you go to a convention and fans are happy to see you, that that trips your mind. Oh, yeah, man. If, if she'd popped up in TNA in, like, 2008, people would have lost their fucking mind. Exactly. Or at least like in 2002, 2003, you know, yeah. I think, I think they would have popped their shit with her. And mm -hmm. I think she would have been in a, a great addition to the knockouts division, you know, probably okay. helped really build the women's division there. You know, how okay. she could have probably been the first woman to win the world championship at TNA. You know, give me China versus ODB. Oh no. Give me China versus awesome Kong. Oh, Totally. Hmm. Yeah. Or or China versus Gail Kim when she was there. Come on now. How? A China versus AJ Styles. That would be cool. You know. Yeah. You know? Samoa just, Joe. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, you know. But it's just like it, it just it's unfortunate for her. Like I think her mindset was is just that she's a top star. So because that you think like that, if you downgrade yourself, you're you're now going into like lesser known category, which that's not the case. Hey! Hello. We got jam bushed. <laughs> I wanted to pull. I wanted to pull out of uh, Daniel's script. He usually always uh, pops in from the car. You wanted to pull out? <laughs> I hear you. Stealing your gimmick. Stealing the gimmick. <laughs> So we were just talking about our thoughts on the China documentary. Oh, that was horrible. I mean, I loved it, but fuck her team. Like, yeah, fuck their team. Fuck those it. team members. I don't. Yeah, fuck them. It's like they did not help her whatsoever. No, you know? they, I mean, they wanted they wanted a, a documentary and they wanted to show her as a hot mess and they wanted to of make course. money off of her. Mm -hmm. It was really sad. So Daniel, it, you had just seen it, right? I've I've got I've got twenty minutes or twenty about thirty minutes left, which is apparently even worse than what I've already seen. So um, it gets way worse. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I hate those twenty minutes. 
The last 20 minutes are hard. I mean, I could, I've seen it come in the entire show. I know what's going to happen, and it's just, I fucking hate it. I hate that that dude, that director. No, no, no. All three of them, no. All three of them are horrible people. I'm sorry. Even the guy that was like supposedly her friend. No, I'm sorry. No. Your true friend would not make you do something like that. I'm sorry. Bunch of dipshit marks that had no business any exactly. anywhere near her. You know, not that, not that there's anything wrong with being a dipshit mark, and that's why I have a wrestling podcast. I'm just saying, fuck those mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, but it's also like you could kind of see like of somebody that like that you never like that that hasn't had like a family member or a friend really help you out. You know. And sometimes this is like if you push them away, of course they're not going to want your, uh, you know, they they can't help you with that if you push them away, mm-hmm. you know. Like when her mother like said like you know she didn't want to do it in camera, I understood that. I wouldn't yeah. want to like uh, see my daughter after thirty years on fucking camera. No, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, that was uh-huh. dragged too. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, it's just it, that, that documentary really irked me and it got me so emotional because like China was the one that got me into wrestling. So it's just like I have so much love for her and just to see like her tragic end, it just hurts my, it breaks my heart, honestly. Rest in peace, China. You know, I normally yeah, don't agree with Orlando at all, if I can <laughs> help it. But I... <laughs> But I absolutely 100% agree. I mean, after that, I was, like, literally in tears, and I was literally angry. I was mad. I was upset, and that everybody in her life had failed her. Daniel, I strongly recommend watching the rest of it, just so you can feel how much we... You hate them now. You just wait. Yeah. It gets worse, yeah. No. The the ending, like, it... Ooh. Ooh. Especially that one scene. Ooh. Oh. I, oh, sorry. Let oh. me catch you outside. Let me catch one of them outside. <laughs> exactly. Don't <laughs> trust me. Let let's all us China fans. Let's go to the house. Let let's see. Let's see. Come outside. Come outside, please. Sorry. Yeah, I bet this has been a rough week for those guys. Of course. And they deserve every part of it. They sure do. Let's yeah. go find their twitters and. Uh, oh, no, I don't know. I think they're already kind of bombarded with a lot of this. But don't bully people online. This is not cool. That's not bullying people. <laughs> yeah. that's We're just going to write a strongly worded email to them. That's all. Right. Exactly. There you go. That's I will <laughs> respectfully tell you how much I disagree with your actions you know, and then leave it alone and not berate you. Don't bully people don't, on the internet. Hannah Kimura forever. Yeah. To me, it's just like when she saw Mick Foley, that really got to me. It's just like, because they were friends in WWE. And to me, it's just like, I don't know why Mick Foley could have, like, did a little bit more, like, to really help her out. Like, you know, I just, I don't know. But we don't know for sure that he re- he really knew the extent of what was going on either, though. Yeah, yeah. probably. Can't really blame him. Yeah. And yeah, you can't really blame him. It's got to let people go to their own rock bottom and hope that they make it out. I mean, there's mm-hmm. nothing that somebody can do to help. Now, the difference between not being able to help and not being an enabler is completely different. Her manager and the people shooting the documentation were her enablers. They were almost pushing it. Like, I don't know if you remember in that scene where uh, her manager, I forgot his name, the bald one. I guess they're all bald. Anthony Fuckface? 
Yeah, yeah. Anthony was like, um, oh, don't tell Dr. Phil that you're also taking this other medication. And like telling him and like, why are you even there, bro? This is, uh, he's a disgusting. Human. <laughs> Who even I, are you? But uh, the, to me, it's just like, I'm surprised that Dr. Phil even talked to the guy. I'm just like the balls of that guy to ask for China. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's like, oh, you just, just like, oh my God. That's not that uncommon because if you think that you're having a support, like for example, like even when I've worked in different rehabs and such, like we would have family members be present as part of their art team, which is called, um, I don't know, adult treatment recovery. I don't know. Um, and so what they okay. have is just, it's not that uncommon. So anyways, I just wanted to drop in, say hello. I got to go walk my dog and it's fucking hot as balls out. Oregon, Oregon somehow decided to go fucking <laughs> desert. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was a nice little surprise. Yeah, that was. Anyways. Right, so moving on, uh, we'll we'll close out the show on with a couple good notes. After yes. that rough, please. After that rough patch. We've just gone through yeah, injuries please. in China, and I'm depressed now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where's Keith Lee? <laughs> I don't know. That could get more depressing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, he needs to come back, please. Please. I hope you're better. I hope you're all good. Please come back. Please. Yeah, put Keith Lee in the, in the fun house with Bray. I don't care. Like, you know, that would be that would be fun. Uh, so some of a wrestling legend has been getting praise for his work in the Performance Center. I'm sure I'm going to butch, butcher this name here. Um, Bronson Rex Steiner, who is the son of wrestling legend Rick Steiner. I think he's been getting a lot of praise in the performance center. I'm just wondering if he's spoken with his uncle Scott. <laughs> who do, hey, who do you think taught him math? Um, Does he wear headgear? <laughs> Not in the promo photo that I've seen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Love so, you, Rick Steiner. Yes. Never so change. If he's improving, so that means that he's probably going to be a big star then. So yeah. let's get ready for that. Also, coming out now, the WWE is considering uh, some theme shows as they've been getting pushed for late 2021 and 2022. Uh, some examples going around. Uh, of course, King of the Ring has been getting teased by Pier- Adam Pierce, um, Xavier Woods, and King Corbin. Um, they're talking about doing old school Raw. Uh, Viewer's Choice might be making a comeback, as well as pretty much just confirmed make a comeback, Raw Roulette. Is this 2010? <laughs> What's going on? I know, right? <laughs> Is it like they did this before? But you know what? Raw like, Roulette's kind of cool. King of the Ring's really good. Yeah. I'm hoping that the Raw Roulette, they really... I hope it's not going to be stupid gimmick matches, but at least interesting matches, you know? You know, they could do it like the Halloween Havoc last year. You know, these where Shotzi's on the wheel. Where's Shotzi? Shotzi's injured, unfortunately. I mean, as long as it's not Sarah Schreiber in the back going, okay, here we go now. No offense to you, Sarah Schreiber. I think you're cool. No, no. But... No, no. It's going to be the new. What's, it needs to be what's that guy's name? What's the guy's name that's interviewing in the back now? Uh, he also does raw. Uh, uh, I can uh, see him. I can't talk. think of his name. Yeah. Probably him. He'll probably do it with his uh, you know, Irish accent. Have our truth to it. Oh. <laughs> And then you oh, find out he's been, he's been like spinning the wheel wrong the whole time or something <laughs> like that. 
I love you, Archie. <laughs> oh my god. You're oh my god, that's a good treasure. idea. See, look at that. We're like booking Raw really well. Look at that. Hey, WWE, call us, please. We always do that. We're really good at this. That's We're available, WWE. Just send, just hit us up on Twitter. Send us a DM. Yeah, I'm available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so last up, Bobby Lashley makes history on WWE Raw this week. Anybody got any idea what it was? Any guesses? He's undefeated. Um, he has the shiniest head of any competitor ever. Yes and no. He is the first man in WWE history to compete in two Hell in a Cell matches within a 24-hour time period. Well, Nito. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And yes. we're 2-0 in both of those. Yes. I'm just happy that we're getting Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston, the first time Black Excellence going to be going mm-hmm. after the WWE Championship. Bravo. I mean, 50 years too late, but hey. Better late than ever. It's a great exactly. story, though. I mean, Bobby's like massive, and Kofi's like really, really quick, but not massive. And exactly. uh, and not to mention, and also that obviously he hasn't challenged since since he was squashed and never talked about it until like a year and a half later, or however long it took for them him to actually mention it on screen again. Yeah, but I like the story that they're going by. They're like, I like the story that it's just like what they just said on Raw. It's just like the whole old school mentality of this toxic masculinity type of stuff, which is, you know, it's very true when it comes to mm-hmm. wrestling. So, you know, and it's just like it, this, this match could have happened maybe five, 10 years ago. Honestly, I could have seen this match probably five, maybe 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see Cedric Alexander somehow get involved in this and be, you know, kind of Kofi's new friend while Xavier Woods is away. And maybe he could be a new member of the New Day and they could actually be a trio again since we got Big E off on his own. I just want him to have something to do. I think it'd be a great tag team. We'll see. I don't know. They have some time. I mean, surprisingly, a WWE championship has a four-week bill. (gasps) Yeah. Mm -hmm. All the qualifying matches super early, though. I do think it's interesting. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I'm saying like everything has been now booked all early. So, yeah, I do think it's interesting that Vince acknowledged that he knew that the product was stale. I'm like, okay, great. So you're not a complete insane person. Like, you know, you don't actually think all of this is good. So maybe this is, um, maybe this. Is, I don't know if if Raw's as good next week as it was this week. I will go back to watching Raw every week. <coughs> I, and they have two matches advanced for a week. Oh, <laughs> Nikki Cross. I mean, I've, I'm, I, I am intrigued. Yes. There was a report that came out that Vince said uh, he doesn't want any more, you know, cold matches, any matches that don't make sense or don't have a storyline. Uh, so he's trying to, you know, give some matches some meaning, I guess, that are going to be on TV. Mm-hmm. What a concept. Wow. I mean, like, really, Vince? Come on. <laughs> I wonder who told you that. Yeah. It's I mean, interesting because it's like, you, you know, with the Attitude Era, wrestling was just so hot. Like, you could throw anything out there and it didn't matter because everything was so hot. And as long as something was kind of cool, it didn't matter. You just sent everyone, like, the, like, there were run-ins on every single match and you were just getting everybody out there and everything. And not that, not, not that they were all not good wrestlers there were some in- incredible wrestlers at that time but i mean the quality of wrestling in terms of all 
across the board right now is just amazing. And it, it might be the best that it's ever been. The stories and finishes obviously still need help. So I don't understand when why you have all these great wrestlers and wrestling is kind of getting hot again, not nearly as hot as it was in the 90s, but, you know, it's getting more popular. Why is this so difficult? And then if we find out it's not difficult, we find out they've been doing it to us on purpose. And that's annoying, too. But I have hope. I have hope. I'm looking we'll forward see. to fans coming back. We shall see. We shall see. I'm still going to watch it and complain about it either way. Of course. No. You have your right to complain. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I complain because I care. That's yeah. right. All right. So that'll do it for us here today. Um, as the little scrolly thingy down on the bottom says, check us out on Apple Podcasts. Review us. Give us five stars. Um, find us on Facebook. Search for Buckle Bomb Entertainment. Twitter, YouTube. Subscribe to that as well. You can find merch at shopbucklebomb.com. Only a few days left to get your Pride merchandise. Our proceeds will be going towards the Trevor Project. Um, also, our main website, bucklebombentertainment.com. And you can find me personally on Twitter at the real Sarah BBE. It's DMC Grizzle. You know what to do. Twitter, Instagram. And make sure you like all, all the Buckle Bomb stuff. It really helps us out. Trivia yeah. champion, pay per view prediction champion. Hey, look, yeah. I, you know, I. I've always really been a big fan of championship belts. And, you know, if I need to continue to collect all of them to make us, you know, have a little more status here in the world, then that's fine. I don't need Don Callis. I can do it by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can follow me, guys, at Twitter at early1985 underscore BBE. Gordon, give me a follow, guys. And please subscribe, like, Follow us. Share with friends, please. Click so things. That, that way we can grow. So we can grow more and more, please. Have a great night, everyone. Bye. <laughs>